Hey, it's Neville Medora here. And today, this is a reading of the stupid email for May 21st, 2021. And stupid, of course, means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's get started. Today's swipe file is a really nice ad by Nike for a shoe that uses callouts to point out the features and benefits of the shoe. So it's the Nike Zoom Hyper Rev. I don't know, it's a shoe, I'm not into shoes really, but this is a cool image. And so it basically shows a big picture of the shoe and then with little red lines, it calls out different parts of the shoe, like the sole, it says full length Nike Zoom and then provides responsive cushioning. And what I like about these callouts is that it is a perfect combination of features and benefits in each blurb. So for example, a feature is mesh upper. So they're talking about like mesh upper part of it. And then the benefit of that is that it delivers heel to toe breathability. So they don't just say, oh, there's a mesh upper because then people like me are like, well, what, is, what does that mean? Whereas if they say the benefit delivers heel to toe breathability, cool, got it. So they have a couple different features and benefits. Like one, it says lightweight phylite midsole. Okay, you gotta explain more to me. So they go on to say, allows the foot to flex with natural motion, perfect. And then flexible foam lining. What does that do for me? Well, the benefit is it provides comfortable support. So I thought this is a great ad and it used a combination of features and benefits in each blurb, which is really clever. Um, here's an interesting thought. Um, this is by Santiago at SV Pino um, on Twitter. And he's a machine learning guy. And he had a really interesting tweet about six questions he tries to answer before starting any new project. Now. He is specifically talking about machine learning projects, but these questions can really be asked about any business. So I'm gonna read them out real quick. There's just six of them. So number one, what problem am I solving? Number two, what constraints do I have? Number three, who are the main stakeholders? Number four, what are the risks? Number five, how do I measure progress? Number six, what does success look like? So I asked all these questions about my own businesses and found some questions um, to be honest, I had a difficult time answering. So by narrowing these questions down, it could really make a business stronger. So for example, um, in the beginning years, I always tried to start businesses that I thought were like, quote unquote, cool to start and fun because no one else has done them. But the problem was I realized the reason no one else has done them is because no one really had the problem I was trying to solve. So the first question he has on there, like, what problem am I solving? Oftentimes, uh, it's, it's hard for some businesses to answer that. And if you can't, that's, a, that's bad news. So I thought these were a great list of questions. Um, here is something uplifting. And if you're just listening to this, you can't really see it, but you can go to the stupid email and copywriting course. And um, in a previous stupid email, I mentioned one of my favorite dogs in the world was a friend's dog named Donnie, who is a Shih Tzu. Well, this is another friend's Shih Tzu named Poe. And he's so cute. And one of the pictures, he has one of those like cones of shame on. It's really funny. And then uh, while Poe and Donnie have never met, there's actually a picture of them two side by side. And I don't know why, I look at pictures of friends' dogs on my phone probably every day. I don't know if that's a weird thing or not, but it, it, it is what it is. So <laughs> there's that. Anyway, here is a picture. And it's a picture um, of a couple different camera shots. So in my office, in this new office I have, uh, before all my new rugs and wallpaper and desks and all stuff arrive in is, which is months because of COVID delays, um, I'm trying to set up a normal call area and then a studio looking area. And the trick to having different setups, what I've learned from having this in the past, is having the least amount of steps for switching between them. So for example, um, one time I had a setup where I had to lift up a microphone and switch the cable out 
and on the software, switch the volume and all that kind of stuff. And the thing is, it's so much work that you never actually end up using that. So you have to really remove the amount of steps to have a different setup. So currently, right now, I've got it down to where I literally just move a volume switch up and down to a different mic, that's it, so it's pretty quick, and then physically move seats. Now, that's not bad, but I'm wondering if a single setup might be best. So right now I have like kind of a studio setup where I have to go sit in it and, and you know, get another laptop open. Whereas right now I'm sitting in front of my iMac at the desk and there's already a camera pointed at me. So I'm thinking of combining these two. And I think the answer is just getting a really big desk. So I'm looking at a, uh, an 82 inch wide desk, which is well over six feet wide. And I can have all these different setups on one desk. No need to switch around and add complexity. So in these pictures, I'm showing what the studio view looks like with the, uh, the fancy lens and everything, but that lens has to be really far away and perfectly angled and all this jazz um, versus the setup I use for everyday calls. So the ultimate goal will be to combine these two. Now, I spend entirely way too much time on this kind of stuff, like moving around my desk and, and positioning stuff. Now, I was wondering why I did it. And like, I think the only reason I can figure out is um, I think it's fun. Like, I don't know, I geek out on like, playing with these cameras and like trying to configure it to a right way. It's just fun for me. It's just a fun project. I think it brings me no marginal benefit. It's just, uh, it's kind of fun. Um, here is something interesting. I was reading a book and um, totally forgot what it was, but um, they were talking about Winston Churchill and um, he tried to make sure that he stayed fresh in the mind because he would notice that if you're just doing politics or war all day, uh, it starts to get a little stale. So he said a quote, um, a man can wear out a particular part of his mind by continually using it and tiring it just in the same way he can wear out the elbows of his coat. So Churchill's suggestion for staying fresh in your main field is not actually just resting. That's what I thought this was about originally. He actually says it's not resting, but rather getting interested in other things and other hobbies outside of your field. So here's the quote he says, it is not merely enough, sorry, it is not enough merely to switch off the lights which play upon the main and ordinary field of interest. A new field of interest must be illuminated. So I thought that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know if that's mind blowing advice, but instead of just resting and relaxing, it's actually more beneficial sometimes to just get interested in another thing. And they go on to talk about why team sports um, can do a lot for this. Uh, here is an interesting drawing, and this is a mental model I love called create a win-win-win. So sometimes in business, you're trying to win while maybe the customer loses, or you're trying to win, but someone else down the line loses. Uh, I like to create a win-win-win for everyone. So that means how can I win how can the customers win? How can the general public win? So I like to find a solution where everyone wins. So if you think of how to make everyone involved in a transaction win, then everyone is happy and everyone is more likely to do business and continue doing business with you. So here's an example. Um, I was once, uh, when we first started a community, I was struggling with getting people to participate in our early community. Like, right, like now the community is big, so it's easy to get people to participate. But when it was early, you're just like, hmm, how do I, what do I do? So I thought of it from the customer's point of view why no one was posting. So the, they would basically spend a ton of time on my platform, make my platform better by posting, and they are still paying me. So I was winning much more than the customer. So I decided to flip around where I get the benefit from the community, but the customer also gets tons of benefits. So we actually added a feature where we review all the copy of the customers, no matter what they post. And this is a huge benefit for the customer. 
And it, this ended up becoming the primary motivation for people to join the community, to get their, cus their copy reviewed. And so by creating a win-win-win, it actually made me win, it made the customers win, it made their clients win. It was just all around a good feeling and good for business. So anyways, um, it's been uh, May 21st, 2021, the stupid email, which stands for Swipe Thought Uplifting Picture Interested in Drawing. And I hope you have a great Friday. My name is Neville Medora. I will talk to you later.